Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. Welcome to another episode of Too Fit to Be Tied. And today we are talking about food. <laughs> today wow. we're talking about food. Talking about food. Yeah. All right. I, I like food. You like food, right? Well, it's well, some food. It's the start of a new year, and we like to talk about things that are relative okay. to people and their maybe resolutions. Okay. And I think food is a big one. We're all stuffed, we're all full from the holidays. God knows what the hell we've eaten. Yeah. How much fat-laden stuff. But it's not just about the carbs, the fat, and the proteins. It's about the additives, which is what we're going to talk about. Ah. So I have a funny story for you. Okay. So my son is um, ungrateful. And he, um, the other other day I made him breakfast. Now, I was actually talking to a client about it. And we were laughing about, Mm -hmm. you know, she's like, how was your morning? I said, well... Woke up this morning, made my son breakfast. It's a school day. I made him this beautiful croissant with um, organic maple sausage and melted wow. cheese, a side of strawberries, and some um, apple. Whoa. Okay. And okay. I, this is like normal for me. Okay. So I was just like, it's breakfast. Whatever. It wasn't like any like, oh, it's your birthday. Look at yeah. your special breakfast. I This is what he gets every morning. Stuff like that. Okay. He doesn't like eggs. So... You know, it's usually a, some kind of something without eggs. Okay. So I give it to him. Sometimes it's a protein shake. Whatever. It depends. So he wait, looks wait, at now, it. Wait, a protein shake and a croissant with organic mm-hmm. sausage and cheese and strawberries mm-hmm. and what was the other thing? Apple. And an apple. That's very different than a protein shake. The protein shake is homemade. It's got, I'm blending up oh, coconut okay. milk with... Oh, it's you not. Know, it's not like a thing you rip the top off. No, and no, put no. A straw I, it's homemade. Okay. I should yes, okay. with like yeah. a marine collagen peptides and stuff in it. I mean, this is wow. like legit stuff, you know. Yeah. So he takes the plate and he like pushes it, like you know, like to the edge of the table, and he goes, I, "I'm I'm sick of your garbage food." Wow. Yeah. So that sounds like a pretty good breakfast. I mean. So well, first of all, we had to deal with the. The attitude. The attitude and yeah. the fact that you're ungrateful and some children are starving and you just got a gourmet breakfast. Yeah. So we, that's a whole nother story. When we get to parenting, we'll talk about that one. Um, however, I was telling this client and she's like, well, that, she's like, oh my God, I just open up the freezer and pop in some frozen pancakes and that's what my kids get. Like she goes, actually, they make them themselves. And then I got to thinking, first of okay. all, what the hell are we feeding our children? Yeah. I mean, not just ourselves. And we all have. You're feeding your kids. Right. I mean, I know what I'm feeding my, my, my children. but Gourmet breakfast. <laughs> you know, what are, I see, and you see, mm-hmm. we see our clients' nutrition journals, but it makes me start to think like everything else that's geared toward kids or things that kids want or are mar- things that are marketed to kids are all so unhealthy. 
And yeah. in fact, I'm gonna edu- we're gonna educate the audience today. Are actually banned in many different countries. Of course, not ours. Yeah, it's a free for all. It's a art. This is it's a free for all. Wow. Well, I remember one of my clients telling me about this cereal that her kids were fighting over, mm-hmm. and I think it was called Crave. Okay. And from what I remember, this cereal was like I don't know, little puffs of something. Okay. But then it had chocolate inside of it. Oh, wow. I'm like, no wonder they're fighting over it. It's like crack. (laughs) It's like, you know, breakfast crack your feet in these kids. Unless you're making eggs and sausage or protein shakes for your kids, Mm -hmm. what else is there? It's syrup with a some kind of processed, you know, food, Mm -hmm. or it's cereal with sugar in it. And what we're gonna get to what else is in it. But I mean, what are you feeding your what are we feeding our children? To start the day. Yeah. You know, and then we expect them to behave in school, listen, be attentive, and not be hungry within the next, you know, that you eat, you eat a sugary cereal in the morning, you're gonna be hungry in 10 minutes. Oh, absolutely. So this is something I'm really passionate about. And I okay. think that it's important for us to talk about and for people to just think about maybe the things that they can change in the new year. And maybe it's cutting out some of the toxic things in your pantry. Right. You know, last year I decided I was going to cut out some of the products I put on myself, like the lotions and this, the detergents and the soaps. And I wanted to like clear all the toxic stuff out. And I, I've done a, I think I've done a pretty good job. Of rearranging your, or changing your. Changing my beauty. Was it cosmetic? Yeah, sort of? more like the beauty kind of, you know, laundry sort of department in my house. Got it. Okay. And so I think that. I think it'd be a really great resolution, not for people to just worry about calories in, calories out, but maybe the types of foods that are sitting on the shelves that are actually banned in other countries, and somehow we have them here. Okay. All right. So let's start with Because, ser- because I think in some cases, even if there's something that you can buy mm-hmm. from a store, pre-made, and you can also make that thing at home, mm-hmm. it's still going to be better. So I think even if you're I mean, not that you should feed your kid pan- pancakes in the morning, but even I think a homemade pancake is going to be better than a pancake that comes in a box that was You're already right. made. You pull out of a freezer and put in a toaster. Because there's some true. preservatives in that pancake that it or needs to have, it, yes. to have it have a shelf life of a thousand years or whatever. That's very true. And also, you can throw things in that kids don't even know are in there. So. When I do make pancakes, my son's not a huge fan, but when I do make them or when I make the protein shake, I throw aloe vera juice in there. He doesn't know that's in there. I throw chia uh-huh. seeds, some flax seeds. Well, that's why he's throw, not a fan of the pancakes. That's probably why he doesn't like those <laughs> pancakes that I make. These taste funny. But you can throw in protein powder, you know, some pro- like yeah. all natural protein powder. You can throw so many things in there to make it healthier, even if it's not completely, quote unquote, what you'd call healthy. Yeah. You know, you can always yeah. bulk it up. Okay. So if we want to start with cereals, here's what's uh, banned um, outside of the U.S. And this is not a full compilation, okay? This is just like, otherwise we'd be here all day. Yeah. Okay. So brands that we've all heard of and that we've probably eaten, Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies, Honey Bunches of Oats. They are banned? They're banned in certain countries because they contain BHT, which is a flavor enhancer, and it's a carcinogenic property. Wow. It's a carcinogenic property in our cereal. Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies, 
Honey Bunches of Oats. Wow. That used to, that one used to be my favorite as a kid. Um, then you've got uh, Lucky Charms because of the yellow five, yellow six, and the red 40 dyes. You've got Pop-Tarts, which have the same thing. So a lot of these foods have dyes to make them obviously look appealing. Um, and those are, that's not, not only are those banned, but Skittles has, Skittles because of the food dye. Wow. Um, that's actually banned specifically in Norway and Austria, like completely banned, cannot be sold there. Um, so that's that. Then you've got, do you remember little Debbie Swiss rolls? Oh yeah. My mom used to buy those. Okay. Well, I was never allowed to eat those, okay. but I saw other people eat them. And when I would go to friends' houses, I'd be like, can I have one of those? Now, and why why were you not allowed to eat those? Honestly, I came from, from a pretty healthy. Dye. Yeah, <laughs> probably why. I came from a pretty healthy household. We weren't allowed okay. to have processed foods like that, um, which actually I appreciate now because I don't give them to my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but those were just like no, we, we were never allowed to have those. Uh, that has yellow five and red forty dyes, and so those are banned in um, banned. In infants and young children, because they carry warn. I guess like on the box in some countries, they're mm-hmm. they carry warnings. They're either banned or carry warnings, and it says that it causes adverse effects in children. Wow. I mean, no warning label in the U.S. though. Wow. Right. Norway and Austria have banned them outright. You know, I want to move to Norway and Austria because they seem like the place <laughs> that always bans all the bad stuff. That's like the place to be. Um, okay, Gatorade. Did you know that that's actually banned in some countries? I did not know that. Yep. Um, food dye issues. That's why. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mountain- so we should just be eating clear food. So your Skittles. <laughs> water. Your Water. <laughs> what, no, your Skittles should should have no coloring in it. Right. But that would, would they, be weird. Would they taste the same? Probably not. I think part of your mind makes you think that. I don't even know whether that orange Skittle tastes like an orange or whether my mind just makes me think it does. I bet you that that's the reason why they haven't changed it. Um, Mountain Dew has something called, um, it's some kind of emulsifier. It's BVO. It's like a brominate vegetable oil. Um, That is banned in Japan and in the European Union. And that particular BVO is found in flame retardants. Whoa. Yeah. And we're freaking drinking it. Well, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, there is, there's a term, and I can't quite remember it, but they use for food ingredients. And I think it's um, generally generally regarded as safe or something oh. along, along those lines. And I think generally regarded as safe. I mean, that doesn't inspire confidence. It's that like kind of safe. Yeah. We think it might be okay. <laughs> 50-50. Yeah, generally, generally, I think it won't kill you the first time you have it. That's so scary. Yeah. There is, um, you know, I was on Instacart, and I was going to, I was looking through something, and I came across this warning sign for a bag of chips. And I was like, what? Why is there a warning? And it was a bag, it was like, um, they are, it's, oh, let me see if I can find it. I'm going to look it, look it up for you. It was basically. In the state of California, it can cause, um, like, defects in pregnant women and children. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? An ingredient that was illegal in California. 
Wow. And I was like, wait, okay, we at least have one state, one state that's like getting on board with some warning labels, you know? Yeah. Okay, so here's, um, we went through some of the things that you may be familiar with. Do you, did you ever eat drumstick ice cream bars? Oh, yeah, the, the sugar cone that uh-huh. had the chocolate and the nuts on top. Yeah. So I may not be saying it right, but it's Kyrgyzian. Um, it's used for texture, and it can affect, affect human digestive system. Wow. No wonder why my friggin' stomach hurts when I eat that stuff. Well, see, and somebody might eat that. It messes with their stomach, and they might think they have problems with lactose. You're right, and it's whatever's in there. I mean, actually, Kyrgyzian is in a lot of ice creams. I see that off very often. Um, and it's a thickening uh, texture sort of thing. Um, okay, stovetop stuffing. A lot of people have used have eaten that, I'm sure. I bet you a lot of people ate that. I ne- never had stovetop stuffing. Neither have I, but I think that's a staple in the American sort of. I see a lot of boxes of it, and you know, people must be and, buying it, right? Yeah. So it's got um, a couple of ingredients that have carcinogenic properties and impair blood clotting. It's banned in the UK, Japan, and several other countries. Wow. So you cut your finger and bleed out, and you can't figure out why your blood won't clot and stuff. Yeah. Because you ate that stovetop stuff. I mean, what? This doesn't even make sense. Just wanted Thanksgiving dinner. Right. (laughs) Um, All right. So here's a couple interesting ones, because it's not necessarily packaged processed foods. Okay. Farm-raised salmon in the U.S., it's fed something called astaxanthin. Probably okay. could be saying that wrong. And it's given this ingredient to give it its coral color. That is banned in Australia and New Zealand. Wow. Oh, that is why I think it is because um, Costco has farm raised salmon from, I think, Australia. Oh. And it's supposed to be really good. And mm. I couldn't, because I've, I've usually heard farm-raised sa- salmon is not right. the, the best um, because of what they feed it. What I color is it, though? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, they might, well, I don't, I don't know. I wonder if it's that real bright, you know. Who would have thought that there's a coloring agent to some of, to fish? Yeah. You know, it's things you don't think of. You think you're buying something healthy. What, what, what could be bad about it? Right. And then you find this out. Basically, I'm not eating for the next three weeks. Oh, see, you just gotta, you just gotta make good choices. I know. Well, all right. So, dairy with RBST or RBGH, it's a hormone. Um, they're artificial hormones that stimulate milk production. The FDA says there's no difference, but Canada and a lot of countries in the European Union say yes, there is, and it's banned. Wow. I mean, it's still hor- and I, I think that affects kids. Quite a bit. I mean, you get those hormones from, you know, things like this. And that's why, you know, I mean, kids are like huge, huge now. <laughs> you see a kid 10 years old is like. I don't see a kid my size ever. Yeah, yeah I know. It's like, it's like a whole, the whole generation is like taller. Some of them are like Sasquatch. And, you know, people will say, well, I don't drink milk. It's like, really? Do you eat cheese? Do you eat ice cream? Do you, you know, it's in, every, it's in everything. I just went to a party the other day. And I thought I always eat before I go to the parties because okay. I, I get you're a little snob like that. Because I'm you're yeah, food I'm snob. all eh, okay. you know. <laughs> We've talked about this. I don't know if your cat is jumping up on your countertop and like you licking. know, shaking its hair in, in the yeah. dip. You know what I mean? Licking the food before you get uh why is this cracker wet? <laughs> well, also, 
if I'm going to, if I, if I, I try to stay away from gluten and dairy, right? All those things and sugar. And I don't like, I don't want to waste it on a party with dip. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather eat like a pizza. You know, I'd rather yeah. like save it for a moment where I'm like, I really want to eat this. And get good pizza, not like some crap pizza. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. yes, of course. But people are always like, it's just one day. It's just, I'm like, yeah, but today is one day and then tomorrow is another day. Yeah. And then the next day is another day. And then I'm totally out of shape. A lot of days, a lot of you days know, strung together there. And I lose my job because nobody wants to train <laughs> right. with me because yeah. there's a lot of days. Yeah. You know? Cause I, yeah, because I'd say all the time, I need to sort of look like I do when I'm <laughs> making other people do. I like that. I, lo- I need to sort of look yeah. like. Yeah, yeah I need right. to sort of look like I do this stuff. Right. Um, so that, but I just, this party was dairy everywhere. Everything. I mean, it was amazing. It was like this delicious brie. And then there was some other dip with like all these olives and of course cheese. And I was like, wow, this is a lot of dairy. But it's the holidays mm-hmm. and that's what you get. Right? Yeah. So dairy isn't doesn't mean you have to drink milk to get dairy. That it comes in all different forms. Um, all right. So chicken that's been chlorinated. Apparently that's that happens in the US. They do it so that they can kind of minimize the salmonella. Oh, right. Yeah, um, I've heard about that. That's banned in the UK and the European Union. And then meat um with recto recto rectopamine. Rectopamine, that's what it is. It increases lean muscle growth in livestock, including 40 to 60% of U.S. pigs. It is banned in 160 nations, the European Union, Russia, and China. Wow. And here we have it in the U.S. Just all over the place. All over the place. Now I'm going to be looking at the grocery store like, yeah. how do I know? But that, this is the thing. You can make healthy choices, but how do you know where your chicken is coming from? Unless I go buy it on a farm. And at this point, I don't believe anything anyone says. Uh, well, you I mean, chlorinating your chicken. No. How do yeah. I know? You're probably lying. Well, I mean, I, I think those things tend to happen in the big, you know, the giant food manufacturers where they've got a giant uh, factory and they're running like, I don't know, thousands of chickens through there a day. Right. I mean, if you get a local free-range chicken, I kind of think, okay, it's probably it's legit. Good. Yeah. Okay. A local, no, a pasture-raised. Yeah. Pasture-raised. Pasture-raised. Yeah. So that actually brings me to eggs. Okay. So you go to the egg section. There's probably 12 different kinds of eggs, right? Some are brown. Right. Some are white. Some are organic. Some are cage, <laughs> cage-free. Some are pasture-raised. Some people think pasteurized is pasture-raised just because it sounds similar. (laughs) That's hilarious. So to qualify as a pasture-raised chicken farm, okay, Mm -hmm. each hen must be allowed 108 square feet of outdoor space plus an indoor barn for cover. So people think cage-free and pasture-raised are the same thing. But cage-free just means they could be piling on top of each other, these hens, but they are not in a cage. Well, and and cage-free, oh, and then free range Mm -hmm. means you would think that they're outside all the time. Right. They don't necessarily have to be. You you could qualify as free range if you've just got 
a patch of land available that they could roam if they decided to do so. But if but they say a lot of times those chickens are cooped up for weeks, and then they say, okay, we're going to open the door, and they've got free range. They've been inside for six weeks. Well, what do they walking, know about going outside? They're walking to their death. That's well, when they let them walk. Walk over right, there yeah, yeah, walk, to get yeah, slaughtered. Walk right out there. So like, free range does not have a space requirement, whereas obviously pasture-raised does. Yeah. Um, cage-free might sound nice, but this environment is all often not better than cages. Wow. Um, certified humane pasture-raised ensures chickens have the most outdoor spaces to roam. Well, interestingly, I bought some eggs, and they're pasture-raised, and you crack these things open, and mm. the yolks are, like, bright orange. Yes. they. You know. I think I can tell a taste between pasture-raised oh, and everything else. Vital Farms is the name oh, of Oh, yes. And so, and I had one Vital Farm egg left, and then I bought some <laughs> other eggs that were organic. Okay. And I was going to make an omelet. I crack them both in the bowl. You've got this one, like, blazing, like, bright orange yolk and then the other one was like this sort of pale yellow i'm mm-hmm. like i mean the difference was night and day well you know what else is different is the price yes so i mean eggs in general are expensive right now but pasture raised is by far i would say the most expensive and people are like i'm not spending ten dollars a you know carton yes that's a lot that is a lot mm-hmm. but when we break it down it's like less than a dollar an egg yeah and I mean, if we go out to eat, right, we're spending mm-hmm. a lot more than that, and we know we're not getting a quality egg. And yeah. you have to pick and choose where your money is going to go. You know, Jerome, let's switch gears for a minute. Why are we switching gears? So I have to tell you about my new favorite insurance agent, John Dadbin, who just so happens to be a podcast advertiser. Oh, by all means, let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so John Dadbin is with Goosehead Insurance. He offers home, auto, dwelling, and umbrella insurance coverage. And I met this guy at a networking event maybe about a year back. Mm-hmm. Super cool, easy to talk to. Like, we totally hit it off. He is like the kind of guy that if my house was on fire, I could totally call and be like, help. After you call the fire department, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's phone call number two. Okay. So John checked rates for me. He said he couldn't save me money. And... I was like, okay, well, thanks for trying. So six months later, he calls me out of the blue, and he's like, guess what? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I saved your information. I checked your rates. I could save you $1,000. Wow. And I I was like, you're not changing my insurance coverage. Everything stays the same. Yep, $1,000 less. Wow. Yeah. So the thing is, insurance is hard. Insurance, shopping for insurance is hard, and it doesn't need to be. When you have a guy like John who just like checks your stuff, all you have to do is hand in payment and you're covered. Super simple, super easy. That's amazing. So if you're in Illinois, contact John. You can text him. Um, text to fit, T-O-O-F-I-T, so he knows that we sent you. He will check your, uh, give you a quote, check your insurance coverage, let you know what he can do for you. Um, 312-680-6242. That's John, 312-680-6242. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think we have to say, though, that sometimes that money is a huge consideration for, you know, for people. If you're going to spend, you know, $10 on a carton of eggs versus $2, you, 
and of you've course. got five kids at home and that sort of thing. It's like you you know you do the best you can do. Right. But if you're able to do better, you should probably do better because in the end it's going to be that be- you're going to be better. This this is true. And if you are able to do better, you have to I mean, let's face it. All organic, all, you know, pasture raised, all I mean, you can only do so much. Yeah. Right? Especially if you're feeding multiple children or families or whatever it is. You know, you're cooking for 30 people for the holidays. I'm going to tell you what, you're not getting pasture-raised eggs at my house. You know, <laughs> I'm making Christmas cookies, you're, you're getting the regular stuff. You're getting pasteurized <laughs> eggs. <laughs> we're all getting, <laughs> we're all getting hormones this, <laughs> right. this for Christmas. Yeah. yeah, you'll be okay. Right, it'll be fine. It's one day. Yeah. Right, it's one day. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, and this is kind of a tangent, but then there, you know, there are places where, you know, we're talking about all this processed food, and there are places where people can only get processed food. Mm-hmm. You know, these food deserts where, you know, you can't drive two miles, and but your convenience store, you can go and get, you know, flaming hot Cheetos and little Debbie snack cakes mm-hmm. and the Mountain Dew, and that stuff doesn't spoil. Right. You know, which is right. another consideration. I mean, you might buy some vegetables and go um, some nice organic vegetables, and those things are bad in a week. But that giant bag of Lucky Charms, right? It's going to be fine for. <laughs> it's going to be You're fine right. till you finish it. You're right, even past the expiration date. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So I didn't mean to go off no, on a tangent, okay. but I think that's that, okay. And you know, that's why that is why that affordability is is a key feature here. If you can't afford healthy options. Well, a bag of chips is cheaper than a carton of eggs. Right. You know? And so we wonder why everybody is so sick. And let's face it, the poor populations are the sickest. Oh, absolutely. Because they can't afford healthcare and they can't afford preventative care in terms of their foods. Right. So back to Okay, back back okay. to the ban, right? Back to, back to the US and how how everything is um banned in other countries. So we are headed out to Colombia mm-hmm. pretty soon, a couple weeks here. And I am very curious to see how the food out there affects my stomach. Uh, because I don't typically eat red meat. I okay. don't typically I typically don't eat dairy. And I don't eat a, a lot of bread products, gluten. And I have a feeling we're gonna be eating a lot of that there. Okay. So I'm curious to see how uh, this affects me. Okay, we can we can we're gonna document the we're gonna document the uh, yeah. Well, you know, it might be like going to Europe, and like you mentioned, the hormones in the um, in the cow's milk, and um, I didn't know this until recently, but there are, and I might might be you know butchering this, but in the U.S., there's some gene that the cows have that. Um, mutated, and now a lot of people that think that they're lactose intolerant are just having mm. a reaction to this mutated gene, which is why you can go to Italy and eat cheese and milk and that sort of stuff, and then not have you need the Italian initi- cows. Yeah, or I, I forget where they're from. Um, but yeah, the ones here have that have that mutated gene, and. Um, and so people that think, you know, and some people are actually lactose intolerant, of course, but, you know, some people that have trouble with dairy products, what they're having an issue with is that mutated gene. Huh. I never knew that. Yeah. I learned, you know, this really, uh, 
I learned something from this podcast from time to time. Yeah. And see, you're welcome. Huh. So I just learned this weekend that wine, I had a, I had a friend pour me a glass of wine. And immediately upon drinking it, I thought to myself, this is going to give me a headache. Okay. And I remember being a kid thinking that about a lot of foods. And my mom would brush it off. She would be annoyed. What kind of wine was it? It wasn't like Mad well, Dog or something. No, 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 no. She drinks. Fortified. She drinks very. No, no, I'm kidding. She drinks. She drinks good wine. So I know I'm not getting like you know the two two buck chuck. I don't even know if they have that anymore. Yeah, it's it's just not two dollars. Is it now like three buck chuck? I wonder. I I think it's more. Well, they used to call it that. Yeah. Okay, you know I'm not getting cheap stuff. Um, but I can tell when I put. Some, I can tell when I eat something. It's if it's going to give me a headache or not. And I've had this from a kid. I've had this. Okay. Like sense. So I start to drink this red wine, and I'm like, oh, this is going to give me a headache. And she says, oh, well, that is because this is a U.S. wine. Oh, it's from sulf- California. And I said, or- the sulfates. And I was like, okay. okay, what does that mean? And she said, U.S., typically U.S. red wines have a lot more sulfates and additives in them than, you know, yeah. other countries' red wine. And I'm like, that is fascinating because all this time— I have been, I pick Italian wine, I pick Argentinian, um, mm-hmm. I will have Greek red wine, love those. Yeah. Something about American wine I dislike. And I know as soon as it hits my lips, I'm going to have a headache. Yeah. So it totally makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, um, being in Italy, I mean, I think every meal I had at least a half liter of wine. And <laughs> <laughs> never... I, I never had any sort of hangover, never wow. that, you know, because I've gotten that thing from red wine before, too, mm-hmm. where you don't even have to have a lot of it, right. but you still get a headache. It's not like you're hungover. It's what's in the it's what's in the wine, you know, and somebody just brings you a jug of wine, and you're like, oh, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so just when you're thinking about, you know, a lot of times you see these little cupcakes that are all red and um, sparkly and have, you know, uh, all the red, basically all the dyes in them. Oh, yeah. And I, my favorite is that people are like, oh, I brought this for the kids. Or it's kid food. And yeah. that is probably the worst thing that we can be <laughs> giving children. Your kids are going to go off the rails later tonight. Right, Just right. want to let you know. For sure. <laughs> red number four. Here's a little crack. Yeah. So I think that um, focusing on... I mean, obviously, we see people as adults. We see how hard it is for people to make changes or to wrap their brain around. You know, they've been, if you've been eating Little Debbie's for your whole life, it's going to be really hard to cut foods like that out of your diet because it's so foreign to you. If we can start doing that at such a young age, and, you know, pop is not appropriate for kids, in my opinion, you know? Like, my son asks for pop. I'm like, how about sparkling water? I mean, he think he's like he's like okay, it's like a good trade off. Well, I mean you and and I I mean I agree with that because I tell parents all the time they go oh well I buy this stuff and you know I'm like well why don't you just not buy the cupcakes well my kids like them it's like well your kids aren't paying the grocery bill right you know give them a rep I'm not saying don't I'm not saying cut all that stuff out but at least give your kids a reference point for eating fruits and vegetables so that when they're an adult they don't have to train themselves. You know, or hire eat, you, or hire right, or hire me to teach them. You know how to change these habits. They've got a reference point where they go, well, okay, I want to eat healthy. Okay, I should probably get some broccoli and some apples and some fruits and stuff. 
And if they don't have a reference point for that, it's going to be so much more difficult to make those changes. Right. I mean, you're right. If it's not in the house, there's no temptation to eat it. Now, that, not to say I don't exactly. Have... That's exact the exact quote I tell people. If it's not there, you can't eat it. Right. Right. My uh, we still have Halloween candy, right? So and there, mm-hmm. there's a there's Skittles in there. I'll tell you that, and that's my Uh-oh. son's favorite candy. Uh oh. I know. I'm gonna have to go take him home now that I know this information. I'm gonna. Gonna Get go rid of right the, in the garbage. Yeah. Actually, ha- on it when you think about it. What are you going to tell them? Oh, oh, honey, you ate those. Well, it's not just the those. Skittles. Think about it. The M and M's have colors. Those, oh there's yeah. There's Sour Patch Kids. That's there's added. Let's. Oh That's yeah. not all natural. Yeah, that's got all the colors. Right. There's jelly beans. There yeah. are. Um. I mean, other than yeah. I mean, really. Let's let's think well, about you know, it. I mean, are there are there food dyes that are better than others? I think it's like. Are are they all if, you, if it's if you yellow? Use like beets. Like if you use beets to make it red, that's oh okay. yeah, yeah. That's a tasty. So, <laughs> that's a tasty skittle. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I just made beets the other day. Uh-huh. Like full blown, boiled them, peeled them. I'll tell you what. That red stuff does not come out. Oh, that stuff is ter- yeah. I don't I don't like beets anyway. But yeah, that dye is. Like- oh my god! It's like everywhere. It actually and it. <laughs> It like goes through your system too. There's red everywhere. Oh yeah, I, I heard this comedian tell this Jay. He thought he had, um, he thought he he was gonna. Well, it's not. It's not gonna <laughs> translate well on <laughs> on the podcast. But just use it, your imagination. It, yeah, I know yeah, where you're going yeah. with that. I know where you're he going. He thought with he was it. in for some serious medical procedures, <laughs> and the doctor goes, "Oh wait, have you been eating beets?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. Trust me, the beet stuff, it, it'll stick. They should start using beets. Yeah. And they do. I think they do. For the more um, organic, all-natural sort of like um, candies, you'll yeah. see those ingredients that they use vegetable yeah. like beets to color them. Organic jelly beans, like right. $400 a pound. <laughs> exactly. All right. Wow. So uh, do you have any food um, resolutions coming up? Drinking resolution? Any yeah. food? food? No, I don't. No, I don't make any resolutions. No, I just like try that. to do the best I can. Okay. Um, but I don't. I mean, I don't know. We we should have looked up spam because somebody gave me during the pandemic. Somebody gave me a a can of spam and they, why? They were in talking case, about in case like there was an apocalypse. Yeah. Well, we were talking about this stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, I've never had spam before. And they were like, You've never had spam before, and so they gave me a can of spam. And I'm like, what do you do with it? It's all oh, well, if you fry it up with some, um, you fry it up in a pan. You know, it's really good with some eggs. Did you do it? Yeah, I tried it. I mean, I had like a slice of it. I I couldn't. I can't believe the amount of sodium that was in that. Like, I'm not even looking at the can. I could feel it. Oh God, was it good? I mean, it was all right, but I don't know. It wasn't worth it. Did you know that Hawaiian residents eat seven million cans of spam a year? Yeah, that, I think that's where that's, orig- that's yeah. where they make it, but right? Seven million? I mean, that's some crazy numbers. So Hormel makes it, and apparently, uh, April first of twenty twenty, they were banning the use of what we just talked about, rectopamine, um, from their their product. So wow, yeah. And, I mean, uh, see, that's the creator of the canned cooked pork product has said it's eliminating the growth promoting drug which is banned in many countries around the world, including China and the EU member countries. Wow. Yeah. But that's what we need. We need change. We need other organizations 
to also ban some of these horrific. Yeah. Well, I mean, we need our government to go. Yeah, we should. Well, probably we need not the FDA to not say uh, there's no difference in you know hormones. Oh right, yeah. Versus I mean, versus the other countries. Yeah, to me, I mean, I think anything that's not natural. I don't trust it. I've never had an Impossible Burger. Hmm. I've heard they're fine, but I mean, it's like you put all that stuff together, and it no, tastes like people meat. are like it's veggies, it's vegetables. Yeah, it's like you you put all that stuff. I'm like, and it tastes like meat. Right. You had to do something There's bad no, to that oh, stuff sure. to make it. It's not to make veggies. It taste like meat. Uh huh. Um, I mean, even like you know, we talk high fructose corn syrup, artificial sweeteners, all this stuff. Like your body's like. This is not natural. I don't know what to do mm-hmm, with this. Mm-hmm. And you have, I think you have some problem with it. Oh, you know, 100%. Um, trans fats. I remember um, my dad, he had heart issues. They were like, oh, don't eat butter, eat margarine. Oh, you know, wow. That, that probably, I mean, that didn't help. Right, you right. Know? Um, all this crazy stuff. If it's not natural, like I'll, I'll eat butter, I'll eat red meat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of stuff that I, th- I mean, and I'm not, I'm not saying you Is should it do this. Pasture-raised butter, um, grass-fed. Okay, okay, that's um, good. Grass-fed, yeah, grass-fed yeah. ghee or Irish butter, which is pretty good. Okay. Um, but um, to me, if it's natural, at least my body knows what to do with it. Right. Um, and you know all this artificial stuff that they made in a lab. If you made it in a lab, and they go, oh, it's kind of the same. It's generally regarded as safe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope. Right. It's artificial sweetener. It just doesn't have calories in it. Well, how did you make, what is your, and your body's like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Right. Yep. Um, so, so I don't know. That's here's what I would suggest to our audience. Start okay. reading food labels. We say that to our clients all the time. Yeah. If you can't permanent pronounce half of the ingredients on there, it's not for you. Right. Also, pay attention to how you feel mm-hmm. when you eat what you eat. I mean, there's some things that... Um, different hot sauces that have like ingredients in them. And I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but I know my heart feels a little weird. Or not, I mean, my heart oh. is like, you know, sort of races a little bit faster really? when I have it. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Um, well, the problem is, I will say this though. I I work with a lot of people that don't know how they feel. You know, I will say, well, how did you feel after you ate all of that? And they're like, uh, fine. But they don't know because they have there's no <laughs> reference point. How did you, know? you feel when you ate that uh, six piece yeah. KFC meal? I think I felt fine. <laughs> no, you felt like shit. You just didn't know it. <laughs> it's so true. You know, your Big Mac extra value meal with the with the shake and an extra large fry. I think I felt I think I felt pretty good. If I said okay, let's go for a walk now, you'd be like, fuck no, I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You know, you're you're right. They don't know that they, they don't, don't feel know. good. Now, if you cut, if you clean your diet up for a good solid, you know, month minimum, yeah. and then you went and ate that, there is no way you're going to tell me you felt fine. Yeah, you're going to be like, yeah, I had, you know, you know, I felt like I was burping all the time. <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> Needed to go home early from work. So. Cutting and eliminating the inflammatory foods and the foods that have wreak havoc on your system or are banned in other countries or have carcinogenic, you know, flame retardant ingredients ingredients isn't about weight loss. Now, I mean, that might be a byproduct of 
cutting some of this stuff out, but it is mm-hmm. about true health and cutting it out to see how do you feel? Yeah. And if you can cut something out for 30 days and feel amazing and not even knew you didn't feel amazing before, to me, that is proof enough that we need to stay away from some of these foods. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and staying away from things. I remember years ago cutting back on salt and then having some, uh, some soy sauce, and I felt like my tongue was on fire. Uh-huh. That's happened with sugar. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh my God, why is this so sweet? And yeah. it's like, everyone's like, it's cheesecake. I'm like, oh my God, did you? <laughs> did I'm you... just not used to the sugar taste. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, and it's, you got to do some, I mean, to be at your best, you got to do some work. I mean, there's no, there's no way around it, whether it's cooking your own food, reading food labels, um, portion control. I mean, if you want to be your best, you got to do some work. There is no easy way. There's no pill that's going to get you there. There's no. Mm-hmm. Um, well, people say Ozempic, but I, well, um, we're going to, we'll see forever. What's well, yeah. If you're willing to be on something forever and possibly kill your thyroid and have a multitude of other issues. Sure. And it costs, you can take a fast, costs $1,500 a month. I think it's almost 3000 for some people. Wow. 1500 to 3000. Yeah. So, but don't do that. You need a, here's the thing. Let me ask you this. I tell my clients this all the time. Okay. Think of, you know, I'm like, think of three people that, that, that completely changed, transformed their body. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when you ask them, Hey, what did you do to lose weight? They never just say, Oh, I, um, just, you know, ate a little healthier or nothing. They don't say nothing. There's always a plan. They had a plan. It was, I completely cut this out of my diet or I completely, you know, hired a trainer and was consistent. There's always something because you have a plan. If you don't have a plan, there is zero. It's just a wish. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't if have you a, don't plan, have a plan, it's, a, it's wish. a wish. Absolutely. And wishes don't just come true by you sitting around right. hoping. Yeah. So no, you're absolutely right. I would say that's what we're going to leave our uh, audience with today. Hopefully a little motivation if you don't have a plan, cleaning up your diet, cleaning out your pantry. Yeah. Just. Cleaning up everything. Your cosmetics. Yeah. Your laundry detergents. Just. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a hard task. It's You have to want it. You do have to want it and you have to know that there is a benefit to it. Yeah. And what's what is more important than your health? Nothing. No. All right. I I feel like that's it for this episode. All right, I hope we motivated you. Yeah. Um and if not just run it just listen to this again. The right. second time we'll do it. All right, so for 250 to be tied, I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. Happy New Year. Thank you.